What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Smart to Death. Here's a song. So who is you expecting to choose for wrestling news? Rumors and predictions, collecting the views. We paid our dues and we got nothing to lose. Coming straight from the heart to two respectable dudes. Don't be confused. We're talking pay-per-views and upcoming cards. We're number one in your ears and number one in your hearts. There's a new show every week. It ain't that hard to check. I would like to welcome you to Smart to Death. Again, welcome everybody to this week's edition of Smart Death here on March. The, what is that sound in the background? I, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like one of those army helicopters that just like the flyby before the games. That's what it sounds like in my background, but it, it seems D, to be gone DX, now. Is DX invading our show? That or Big Gretchen shutting the state down again. I mean, <laughs> She's like coming in with a helicopter, like fucking throwing locks everywhere. <laughs> Lock it up, motherfucker. Lock it up. <laughs> Don't leave your goddamn house ever again. Yeah, that's what's going on. Guys, welcome to another edition of Smart Death here. I'm Tony. This is Tom on the side of me here. Uh, We have some wrestling news to talk about for sure. Before we get into it, please make sure you guys hit that red subscribe button down below. Make sure you like, comment, share, all of that good stuff. If you're watching live and you'd like us to answer any of your questions while we're doing the show, uh, please be sure to go ahead and drop those. If you're watching our show instead of the AEW Dynamite post show, dope. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, I do have breaking news, Tom. Give me a moment. So it turns out you and I will be working the exact amount of WrestleMania weekend shows as uh, any of AEW's roster. We'll start there. I'm working more. <laughs> you, work, you are working more. Yeah, you are actually working. As well. uh, Tony Khan has officially ruled out the ability for any of his workers to work a WrestleMania show, WrestleMania weekend show, um, as they will be doing a house show on April the 9th, which I believe is uh, it's Friday. It's a Friday. So that's going to be up against nothing from the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. Well, is it that's cra- no, it's not even W Hall of Fame. It's up against SmackDown. That's the craziest part. It is truly up against zero ticketed fans. So AEW essentially for ticketed fans is competing with the indies on the other side of the state. Uh, right. What they were able to do, obviously, was, okay, well, I don't necessarily want my talent working mania shows. Hell, I'll just book them at my own show. And here we have somebody who claimed they would never run Mania Weekend ever. Now running Friday Mania Weekend. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this was a total turn of thought from Tony Khan. Uh, so you probably have a lot more problems with it than I do. I, I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. I like, And here's why. Because I kind of give him the benefit of the doubt because this pandemic world we live in this post i guess we can almost say post pandemic world at this point because in florida there is i mean they you live in i live in texas so i guess i don't have any room to talk so like in our like we are moving on in our states we're moving on right right good good bad or indifferent as you said we are moving on this doesn't really matter how you feel about that it is just the fact of the reality of the matter and so in this world now, it's not what it was before, right? Where like tons of people were going to shows, they could do shows whenever they wanted. And the big thing we were worried about is like, man, can AEW continue to sell out 5,000 seat arenas? Now it's 
AEW has some money to be making up here and WWE is making billion dollar deals with Peacock and not even having to give their subscriber list over. So <laughs> I, I like you got to compete in this space. I guess the bigger problem isn't so much that Tony did this. It's that that's something he said he wouldn't do. Like it's continuing to be these things they said they wouldn't do that they're starting to do, which is not a problem for their business. It'll be great for them. It's smart business. But I guess if you're a diehard fan and you expected these promises to be fulfilled, it could be a problem, I suppose. I don't see it that way. I don't really care. I mean, I mean, look here, I'll put it this way, right, wrong, or indifferent. There was a couple promises made. I'm not ever running Mania Weekend, and I won't ever sure. be on screen character. Okay. Well, both of those yeah. are now gone. Those were the two big ones. Sure. From a business standpoint, Tony, you're absolutely right. It's like, wh why not? Most of the guys are already in Florida. I don't have to book flights for them. It's probably sure. cheaper to use them anyway. Right. And just like any other company, if you have first right refusal, then book your guys. That's yeah. what's in their contract. Yep. Yep. And the bigger deal is that they are allowed to work these contracts, right? So like they're allowed to work these contracts, but now they're not going or work these other deals on their contract. They're able to work these other shows. That's why Joey was still working. Uh, Janelle is working GCW. Uh, John Moxley is going to work where he wants to work. I mean, it's not Tony doesn't have the upper hand. I mean, look, so so John's working blood sport Thursday night, GCW, Josh Burnett's blood sport. OK, and yeah. what will probably be one of the biggest main events of Indie Weekend with Burnett and Moxley. Um, right. That was never going away. I, I'm pretty sure Tony could have launched a pay-per-view Thursday night and John would have said, hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to be down the, down the other side of the state. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, does not affect him. You're right. It no, will be it interested. I'll, I'll be interested, though. I don't necessarily know when um, Joey's original spring break, which is now taken over by another independent worker of GCW. I don't know what the time is of that show, but it'll be interesting because I thought it was Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um, that show has some interesting things there, too, because Ricky Shane Page is the, the worker you're thinking of that you, right. I know you it's sometimes it's hard to remember the names. He's working that show. Uh, what's up, uh, Noob and Co? Thanks for joining, brother. Um, he, we, he's working that show. He's, he is the guy of that show and there's no clusterfuck in that, uh, that match anymore, that show anymore, which for me is a bummer because I love a clusterfuck. I think it's a hilarious gimmick, but unrelated to the topic, it will be interesting to see how some of these guys work. But again, I don't have any problem with this. Like you said, they have right to refusal, right? So if they want to book their guys on that night, all they're doing is guaranteeing they can't work. Now, is this going to cause some problems in the locker room is going to be the, the real confusion because we've never heard any rumors of people being unhappy in AEW. Does this start that? I don't think so. Does this start a trend of Tony doing this? Maybe. Uh, here's where I'll leave you, okay? And, and it's like I'm not trying to shade Tony as doing the wrong thing because there's other companies sure. out there that legitimately to keep some of their talent off of other shows will book them to do autograph signings that day. Because they have first right to refusal. So it's not like Tony's offering them to do an autograph signing. This is a show. It's a ticketed yep. event. He's going to bring in some fans. I think some fans will drive over. I really do. I, I understand yep. the drive is far, okay, for where most people are staying. But I think for a ticketed event and the only sure. major ticketed event minus the Indies that night, again, SmackDown's not ticketed, they should do fine. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll do just fine on it. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with them running a house show that's and it's not televised. You said no, or no, do we it's not, not know yet? Not, it is not televised. It was specifically not on YouTube or anything. Not, not, not televised at all. Very not even on YouTube. Correct. Huh. 
So it's re- so are they really competing with WWE then? I mean, I guess they're they're not competing. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're not competing for ticket sales. So what's the point? Right. Huh. Oh, whatever. I guess do what you want to do. Um, big news come came out this weekend. I would say that this is probably our. I just really, really want to hit buttons today. I'm just just how. <laughs> I just really love that button. It's like a like a weird Sonic kind of thing. I'm kind of into. What's up, Andrew? Andrew is a uh, is reliable man. You are here for like everything we do, brother. I appreciate you. That's awesome. That's super awesome. I love having a little bit. Hopefully, as this show goes on more and more, we'll get like a bigger crowd, and we'll have like smart to death like in its heyday. I'd have like 15, 20 people chatting at a time. It was craziness, and people would just try to distract me. The beauty of going on <laughs> later at night. Uh, but the top story for this week is that La Sombra, El Idolo, Andrade himself, Cien Almas, whatever, a lot of names for this man, that he owns all of, by the way. Uh, he sure has been released by <laughs> AEW or released by WWE uh, with no, as we, as far as we know, there is no 90 nay, no compete clause on his deal which is arguably the bigger part of this story than his release. His release is a huge story. It's that they released him without a no-compete clause. That is what – is, what is your take on that? What, what, are you, what are your feelings on that? When I heard he was released, it came as a shock to me, to be honest with you. I thought this was going to be one of those guy wants released, WD tells them to go home, we'll see in six months, whatever, whatever. Yep, 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 yep. Um, whether the stars aligned or whether it was a good or bad day, he got his release. He got what he wanted with the 90 day, no compete. I know there's options there to take it because they pay you for those 90 days. So in the past, especially during some of the pandemic, people would take those 90 days because they were paid. Sure. This, however, I, I don't think was the case. I think that there are specific places that he probably can't work. For a little bit of time, but sure. he's open elsewhere. And I think that was probably part of his release, if I was going to guess. Um, this man will be a star wherever he goes. It's pretty yeah. hard to say he will be a star in Ring of Honor, but he's that good where even he can be a star in Ring of Honor right now. Sure. I just. Uh, it's all going a, for him. He will be he's fine. a big deal. He's a big deal. And p- some people may not remember that because the. The one thing that's a bummer with these guys that go into AEW or go to WWE, Jesus Christ, these guys that go to WWE and like have no mistake about it, his NXT run was definitely interesting. Um, I, I wouldn't say it was successful or un- I mean, he was a champion at one point, so you have to say he was semi successful, but uh, he was lost with many gimmicks for a long time. They didn't really know what to do with him in NXT for a while either. They finally found something that worked um, with him and Zelina. They move him up to main roster. And he worked on main roster really well at first, too. But the problem was that after a while, they didn't sure. they didn't really know what to do with him after a while. And that is something that happens with Hispanic workers. We saw that that they got really behind. Um, oh, my God. Of the damn not Lucha Brothers. What was the damn? Um, um, oh, my God. Who's the Luchador? They got really behind for a little Lucha bit. Lucha House Party? Yes, but not the main. Lucha guy, House uh, Party? Kalisto? Kalisto, thank you. Thank you. Good God, I couldn't think of his name. They got really behind Kalisto for a while, and then nothing. Um, 
I thought Andrade was going to be a surefire superstar in the WWE because he, he had this like the size of Eddie, um, natural charisma without having to speak English. But uh, he'll be a star wherever he goes. That's what matters. Yeah, I, I guess I'll add to that by saying when Paul Heyman lost the book on Raw, you looked at guys like Aleister Black, like yeah. Andrade, uh, like yep. Angel Garza, like Humberto Carrillo. We're all kind of just, I hate to use the term that they use every week, just kind of sitting and catering at this point. But that's just the truth behind it. Like those folks were the, I, I guess for the lack of a better term, were the casualties of Heyman leaving. Um, yeah. I'll say this though. I think it's important when we look at this. So Zelina Vega is already a free agent. Tia Trinidad already can sign wherever she wants. Sure. You essentially are going to hand someone the act of whatever you want to call him, Andrade and Zelina Vega. And probably likely you're going to hand them to Tommy end in the next six months too, Alistair Black. That scares right. me from WWE. Like that is a big deal. Yeah. And like, so the thing is going to be, and some of you guys listening to the show might think, okay, Tony, Tom, like we thought Miro was going to be a big deal. And now my, like, yes, Miro also debuted during the pandemic. And, um, I'm not so certain that he won't be a big deal. Once the crowd's there, he is a wrestler that absolutely needs a crowd for people to get behind this. That's always been a thing with Miro Rusev, Tommy end and Andrade. I don't, th they'll be fine on TV just by being on TV. Like these are very different guys, very, very different guys than Miro. And it's no disrespect to Miro. It's from a no, pure, in, from a pure in ring standpoint, uh, sure. Tommy and Alistair Black and, and Almas LaSombra are just on a different level than, than Rusev or Miro was. And it's, it's no knock again. Do I, like the way he's been pushed in AEW? Not really. Do I think they could have done a better job? Sure. Sure. But we also have to do benefits of the doubt where you just mentioned there's no live crowd. Like right. a right. lot of that stuff's not going to take off. What was he supposed to try to do? Start a mural chant with the eight people there? It wasn't going to work. No, no, it sure wasn't. And that's the thing too. You have to think about that too. Like at some point you're going to have, um, at some, at some point they're going to have crowds back in Miro. And it's not that he's not a good worker. It's just that his moveset, everything about him needs people to get behind him loudly in the crowd. And because of that, uh, it'll take a while before he gets over. Andrade's going to show up and he's going to be big on the internet. And that's like, that's what's big for if he shows up at AEW, wherever he shows up. Um, Tommy End, wherever he shows up, will be big on the internet. If those guys go and work Japan for six months before they work AEW, I assume that's where they're going to end up because that's where they're going to get the biggest money. Maybe not. Those dudes didn't get to work hardly any matches in the last year, so maybe they just want to fucking work. You never know. They just Here, might want to wrestle. Here's the thing, right? I know we don't have to go back, okay, just, just approximately. It, it's probably been since, what, June of last year, July of last year, since these guys were on TV, at least consistently yeah. for Raw, if not right, before. Right. So, sure. yeah, these guys want to get reps in. It will not shock me whatsoever if I see Andrade WrestleMania weekend on indie shows. Will not shock me no. at all. No, no. Uh, Andrew Augustin says that he still still has his Rusev Day shirt, and he's sad he can't get behind Miro, and nobody really can. I mean, Miro's not doing. It's not something that we want. La Sombra and Tommy End in the G1 2022. If they work New Japan, you, I mean, they're probably working AEW. Like you can pretty, you can probably just assume if they're going to do that. They had a lot of uh, pointless matches, says uh, 
young graph young raft 27 thanks for coming back from last week brother um yeah i mean um yeah not their fault. Not, not the fault no 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 they're great workers tommy End, like tommy end is awesome alistair black is awesome We've got to remember too, like the Andrade stable with Zelina Vega was probably twenty five percent of every RAW in the beginning yep. of this pandemic. Like it Correct. was all that multiple segments all the time. The crazy part too, if you look at viewership, because it's going to drop during a pandemic, there's no doubt about it. It's yep. not like they sunk the show though, and that's with no crowd. That's before the Thunderdome. That's before right. anything. Like I actually find it quite an accomplishment, really, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I, 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 uh, the bigger news to me really out of this is that they're, I'm surprised that they're doing a no nine, they're waving the 90 day no compete and like give, give WWE credit where it's due. And you know, I don't like to do that. Uh, I think that is a really big deal for them. And I think that's going to go a long way with them wanting to sign literally fucking everyone. Because then you're, go ahead. I don't think it was a favor. I <laughs> think it was something that had to happen. Based on circumstances, I don't think they were doing him a favor by doing that. Uh, I or mean, trying trying to do him a favor per se. He, Could they've been doing Charlotte a favor, Tony? Sure. Were they doing yeah. him a favor? No. No, no. I mean, no. Probably not. No. But this, if if they did this, and this is maybe a standard they follow in the future, they won't for everybody. But if they do for some people, where it's like, okay, like. It, it to me, if WWE turns this new leaf where they're like, okay, we will waive the 90 day no compete, or maybe we make it a 30 day no compete, because to me, it should be 30 days no compete. Like, as bad as I would want Andrade to show up and face Kenny Omega for the championship right now, it'd be nice to not see him be able to show up anywhere for 30 days so we forget about it. Like, it kind of works really well with debuts. Uh, but so they can turn the lights off like and turn nine it back months on. anyway. With him, it doesn't matter, right? Like, it's not like he's going from one act to another. There's no momentum behind him. So it's not like Roman Reigns requests his release, gets it, and then shows up on SmackDown, on a, on Dynamite the next night. And then, you know, it's like, that's a very different thing. Sure. <laughs> but I think it's, I think it's great to you see that. Roman happening. getting a release. That's funny. It, it, the most ridiculous <laughs> hypothetical. Roman will be there. Roman's the only WWE wrestler any of my high school kids ever even mentioned. Like, that's the only one they know. They're like, oh, yeah, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. Don't ask me why, Cody. Don't ask me why, Cody. Maybe Moving they watch on. TBS game shows. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they, you know, maybe they do. Uh, so Andrade was released. Uh, there was Fiend and Orton bullshit that you wanted to talk about. Well, we had our lovely pay-per-view this week where we saw the return of the Fiend. Yep, the we did. Fiend was rocking this uh, whole, new, whole new jumpsuit, which hides almost all of his natural body image in general, um, which makes sure. you question what the hell is going on there. I have a theory I'll get to in a second. Uh, Fiend comes out of the ring, attacks Orton following Night on Raw, which I, was mind-numbing to me. Orton starts dousing the Fiend in gasoline. He goes to light a match, and the Fiend hits him with a sister Abigail because that's the equivalent of letting somebody on fire. We, we digress. Um, what I'd like to see with this Fiend gimmick, because Tony, as you know, the magic, the spookiness, none of the shit works for me. Right? It's, it's just way too over the top for me. doesn't work yeah. for me. Yeah, um, you've never been about that. Not that I've since I've known you. Uh, no, I would be interested, however, if Bray came back, the Fiend came back at Mania, 
and he is just chiseled. He spent all the time in the gym. He's got mm. burn marks on his body, but he looks like a cross between a character of a superhero movie that was burned and a WB sure. character. And then this current version of the fiend just kind of goes away. My only thought process behind this is I have no other idea why else they would put him in that type of a suit. Like he's wearing like four or five shirts. He's got like this giant vest on. It looks terrible. The mask, unbelievable. The mask looks great. Yeah, it does. The rest of the bodysuit, not so much, man. Um, but again, then the fiend pointed at the sign, and like magic, the sign starts shooting fire for WrestleMania, and we have the fiend and Randy Orton night two again. of WrestleMania again. Yeah, from again from Florida, by the way. This will now be the second time I have to witness a Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton match under some creepiness in the state of Florida. Correct. Correct. Yeah, um, Young young Raph says that he didn't think that the outfit looked that bad, like everybody says. I think it looks pretty good. I mean, it looks fine. It's just... (sighs) Nubinko says that that version of The Fiend is terrifying. It is actually... I don't know that everybody hates it. To me, it's been largely most people like it. Listen, listen. Anybody please... Chime in with a with a comment. That's totally great. I don't think the mask looks bad. I think it looks awesome. What bothers yeah. me is the full sleeves and the shirt and the big baggy what almost look like sweatpants at this point. Yeah. Why, if the mask is burned up, right? Why don't we see burns all over his arms? You have the best yeah. special effects team in the world next to Hollywood, right? You could make this work, especially in segments that are already pre-taped and not in front of a live crowd. Yeah, that's where I would go with this, to be honest with you. I would take the whole cane being burnt to a whole new level because it's 20 years later. You can use all these special effects. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, It'll be interesting. Um, The cam cam says first one was dope. Andrew hopes it's cinematic. Cam agrees. Uh, Nubinko says Florida is a magnet for terrible Orton and Wyatt matches. That's going on. Listen, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, I don't think it'll be cinematic. I think at no. best it might be a twenty-five percent pre-tape cinematic where they maybe they battle the back or battle an outside and it's pre-tape. This is a live mania and a live crowd. They're already, in my opinion, nervous as hell to put this match out in front of a live crowd for a backlash effect because there's a lot of people going to mania that aren't gonna like this. Sure. So if they do this and they go to a 20-minute pre-tape, you don't think the fans are just gonna sit there and shit all over it. Uh, they didn't come to watch a screen. They came to watch wrestling. Uh, Cam says that they showed burn marks on his forearms. Um, so here's something that I will say. I don't think fans are going to shit on anything. I think fans are going to be excited that they go to, get to go to a wrestling pay-per-view with a shit ton of other fans. And that I think they will be mostly... I probably have too much faith in wrestling fans. Sure do. But I don't think sure they will do. shit on it. Now, the next pay-per-view, whenever one of the companies does something really stupid, they absolutely will shit on it. But I think who, the first who, mania, who was more yet. beneficial with a lack of fans, the explosion for AEW or some of these fiend matches. Oh, fiend matches for sure. Fiend match. The, the explosion thing would have got shit on and booed and like we would move on it just like we have. Yeah, I guess you're right. The, the fiend ones just stick out memory. Yeah. Well, and like it's, the, it's Bray Wyatt, right? Like Bray Wyatt's a great character awesome comes up with all these great things spooky dope shit and then he gets booked well and then matches are well that tony that's the thing with me like if you want to do the dumb spooky shit cool the undertaker reflected it in the early 90s that's fine i'm not shitting on that 
the match can't be the same. And it's almost as if he works the same match, no matter what character he is. And that's the struggle. Heel, when you face, try spooky, yes. cult leader, doesn't matter. It's always Look at Chris Jericho, who has reinvented himself. Every match when he changes his persona is different, right? He's different as a pain maker. He was different as Y2J. He was different in the Festival of Friendship. He's different as Raw as Jericho. Like Whatever gimmick you line her, you want to put him in, he worked differently. I think yep. Bray needs to work on that, but I think it's more WWE that needs to focus on saying, hey, Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse can work this way. The Fiend needs to work this way. Do not interchange them. Sure. Uh, Co asks about our thoughts on Rhea Ripley and Asuka. So I think that it's as good of a time and as good of a signal for us to move the fuck on as uh, needed. Let's talk first. Co. we will talk about that, sir. But we're going to talk about the NXT card uh, card first for the first two nights or the two nights. It looks like that card is actually set. And then we'll talk about Mania and definitely we'll get into our thoughts. So so stay hang tight. We're going to get there. Uh, night one of NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver, and here's the beautiful thing: I do not watch NXT weekly. Tom, am I going <laughs> to enjoy? Am I going to watch and enjoy both Takeover nights? Yup. Yep. It's like okay, so we have Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai uh, in the women's championship. Dope. Walter that is the main ver- event of night as one. As the main the event is night one. Walter versus Champa in the co-main. Fuck me. Yep. Uh, MSK versus Grizzled Young Vets versus Legado del Fantasma, um, which just fuck me. <laughs> just tri- tri- triple threat, um, triangle rules. Everybody will be in the ring at the same time. Let's go. Tornado tag. I love it. Yep. Tornado yep. tag. It's going to be awesome. And then we have um, an eliminator match with a bunch of people, including fucking LA Knight. Yeah, and virtually we've got an eliminator match with 12 people to decide who's going to be Johnny's opponent the following night. Um, please make it Pete Dunn in that. Please make it Pete Dunn. I almost think that at this point, Dexter Loomis tells the story, but I don't think you're telling a story. I think you're delivering a match. So yeah, I sure. do think there's a possibility of that. I think a surprise is possible as well. But again, this is Johnny Takeover. It's Mania Weekend. It's night two. It will, whoever he faces, and I will give him the benefit of the doubt, even if it's Dexter Loomis, it'll still be a good match. Uh, Andrew says uh, Raquel needs to win. I think Raquel will win that match. Raquel's I think she'll winning. win. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Raquel's winning. I think uh, like Walter's not losing. Walter, let me say it right. Um, well, God, he's not losing that. Let's go to Raquel for a second, right? So we put so much emphasis yeah. on EO being the champion of NXT for so long. They sure. played this tune for almost too hard to where you yeah. know she's probably dropping the title. If she doesn't drop the title to Raquel at this show, then the only next person up in line that makes remote sense because she's already beaten Tony Storm would be an incoming Tessa, but I don't think Tessa's going to NXT. The reason why I bring up Tessa, Tony, is she sent out a photo of her training with Bailey and Sasha earlier today. Um, yeah. That that being said, it's time. EO needs to move up. They need she her does. on the main roster. Um, all of a sudden, the main... they're running out of opponents for everybody. Right, right. All of a sudden, we have this main roster where we're running out of female talent, either based on injuries, based on different info or whatnot, and we don't have enough competitors. Yeah, Nubinko says that LA Knight's more annoying than than, than uh, ever. Give me LA Knight versus Drew McIntyre. And Andrew Augustin said he's all aboard the LA Knight sucks train. Fuck that Braun train. <laughs> The, the Strowman Express. Oh, 
Uh, back to the topic at hand. Cameron says that uh, the rise of Raquel over the last year has been awesome to see. It has. Yeah, um, she's been great. Much improved. Much improved. She's nice. She's got. A, she's good size, big, large lady. Um, looks well, fantastic here, here, in the ring. Here's the cool thing about Raquel compared to Nia, right? From a height standpoint. Sure. Raquel continues to get better, whereas Nia's kind of stayed in the same spot for the <laughs> years. Oh, stayed in the same spot. That's awfully nice. She's gotten worse. She regressed. She sucks. I don't know if you can get worse if you didn't have it to begin with. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I mean, you are hidden by Charlotte. You're hidden by Sasha. You're hidden by Bailey. You're That's hidden true. by Asuka. I withdraw my disagreement, <laughs> sir. Night two of NXT. Night two of NXT. We have uh, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross in the main event. A Dude, this Ridge, promo uh, tonight, Tony. Yeah. was so, so fire. You had oh, Cross sure and was. Finn going back and forth. You had Finn telling Cross, you know the difference is between an old goat and a young one? I know how to control my emotions, and you don't. Your emotions get the best of you, and that's how you will lose. You're going to snap, and I will find your weakness. It made sense, and I liked it. And then you have Scarlet sitting kind of on the backhammer, like, oh, shit, Finn's telling the truth. We need to fix this. Like, it was really yeah. good. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. I, I'm excited for that match. I think it's time for Cross. However, I think it's important to figure out where you're going with Finn next if he loses. Which I don't yeah, think they typically do. Yeah, because I don't know where you go after that um, with Finn because he will either have to move back up. <laughs> Brian Case says Nia is great at injuring other talent. Ayo. I like that one. Ready? This is Nia in the ring. Price is wrong, damn it. Um, yeah, so we have that. It, yeah, that's going to be a great show. I mean, that's going to be a great card, obviously. We have Santos. Yeah. Esca- Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wanted to talk to co main event really quick. Yeah. So Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. unsanctioned match. Mm-hmm. Lights out match, sure. Uh huh. They did a press conference tonight, which was unlike most WWE press conference contract signings. What I liked about it was you have Cole and O'Reilly, who are not big men, stature-wise, right? Not big men. You have all these security guards around. So instead of making the whole thing look completely fake and then busting through eight giant security guards, they were just held back. So they were going dogfight, face-to-face, back and forth, with their hands being held back, trying to charge each other. It looked awesome. I think this, and I'm going to say this with confidence, Adam Cole has delivered some amazing matches in NXT and some classics. Sure. That none of them will touch this. You know why none of them will touch this? This will be his most masterful piece because of Kyle O'Reilly. Because of Kyle's signature on this match. Kyle has to be looking at this match going, I'm going to make a name for myself right goddamn now with this match. Sure. If he hadn't before. Here's another thing. These guys, too, in ROH many years ago, many moons ago, worked in a whenever ROH tried to do work shoot fights and they fucked each other up. They fucked each other up in that match. And that match is a fantastic watch. I highly recommend you go. I don't remember what show it was from, but look at Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Um, I would say shoot fight. ROH. I think you should be able to find it on YouTube that way, but it is. Uh, I want to say, crazy. I want to say, Tone, from a date standpoint, you're looking around 2013, 2014 ish, if I'm getting my 
my time frame correct. I think that's when it was around. Yeah. Um, that being said, like this will be Kyle Riley's best match in NXT. It will be better than the Finn Balor matches. Him and Cole are going to leave it all on the line. Super stoked about this. But the next match on this card, though, we have Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin for the Cruiserweight titles in a ladder match. Yeah, baby. Jordan Devlin rules. He lost a lot of steam because of this pandemic, but he He lost a lot of goddamn weight, too. Yeah, that match, by the way, is 2016 from that. that, From Final Battle 2016, hybrid fight rules for the ROH title. It is a great match. Everyone should check that out if you like them, too. Um, so yes, final Battle 2016 Tanner said it as I was saying, uh, typed it as <laughs> I was saying it. Um, so anyway, yes, Jordan Devlin, uh, lost a lot of steam. He was, I mean, people were talking about how great he was. He had an absolutely wonderful match, uh, at U at UK takeover or takeover UK. The very first one, uh, they did, um, with Finn Balor, fantastic match between those two. One of the best matches we'd seen that year. And then we're going to see him, uh, work with Santos Escobar, who I'm not crazy familiar with since I don't watch NXT weekly. Um, but Devlin's in the match, so I have very little doubt that that match will be very, very good. It'll be a star-breaking moment for maybe both of them, if not one of them. Sure. I think Santos Escobar has reached the role with Legato Elefantasmo as the fact of, I can be the Hispanic star that WWE wants who can speak English and look like the mob boss. Sure. And he's really playing that role nicely. Um, I think on camera he looks great. In the ring he looks great. I, again, Tony, you know me better than most people. I hate when they label some of these workers 205 or under because only they kind of just pigeonhole them into that. Like, I wish they wouldn't. That being said, I don't think he'll be there that long. This match should be great. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is Santos Escobar just King Cuerno? No. Is is he rebranded King Cuerno? Because Phantasma is still Phantasma. No, no. King, King, King Cuerno is not Santos Escobar. King Cuerno is uh, in MLW. I see. Okay. Well. He was originally Phantasmo. Or Phantasma. Gotcha. Okay. Whatever. Regardless, if I know who this guy is, which he's just unmasked now, then that match should be very good. Uh, we talked enough about Johnny Gargano and his match because we don't know who he's playing. Who, who he's playing. We don't know who he's facing. <laughs> Let's move on to WrestleMania uh, night one. We know what the cards are so far. We'll, of course... So if you guys are watching everything on Shooting the Sports Dish, we're doing quite a bit of March Madness coverage. My intent is for us to do a similar thing with our... Uh, okay, it's El Hijo, El, El Hijo del Fantasma. Yes, yes, yes Fantasma. Yes, yes. Then yes, that match will be fucking awesome because Fantasma rules. Um, so the going back, whenever we get to Mania, we will do prediction shows, recaps of every night. We will, we'll go full full press on this thing. We'll do some kind of post show for Tom's show, the Tony Deppin show that they're doing. Um, so we'll go. I mean, we'll do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff that week. For now, we're just talking about the card that's there. So we know night one's main event right now is set for Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. We talked about that last week a little bit. We don't need to talk too much more about it other than I am just think this match is going to be awesome. Hot take. By the time Mania happens, Sasha uh-huh. and Bianca will main event night one. Okay, that's fine. Sasha and Bianca will be fantastic, too. Vince doesn't want it. Vince has set this all up from day one for Drew to beat a heel and become champion with fans. That has been his MO since Royal Rumble. However, the steam that Sasha and Bianca has picked up 
The yep. steam that Fox also has behind the both of them may project this into the main event. Yep. If not, I, as you mentioned, Tony, it'll be the co-main event, right? It's going to be one and two, yep. night one, Bianca, Sasha, Drew, and, and um, Bobby. So we talked Drew and Bobby first. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. Yep. I think Bobby has came so far in the yeah. last eight months yeah, in WWE. Not that every week so far since we brought the show back. Yeah, Bobby's just great right now. Dude, it's unbelievable that I look at this and guy. good like, for him. Good yeah, for him, like, too. Like, okay, let's go back a little revisions history for a moment. Vince loved Bobby before Bobby left the first time in 2008. Right. Like, loved him. Bobby left, did some MMA, went to Impact. Bobby won a title in Impact, TNA, whatever it may be, right? Bobby's star power, even before he became a champion, was 20 times higher than that. This has been his best run as a professional wrestler. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's been great. Andrew says WWE gives Sasha and Bianca moving match graphics. They have to main event. <laughs> and really, like Tom said, they're just going to be forced to put it as the main event because it's going to get so much steam behind it. Because, hey, I don't know if you guys know this. Sasha's very, very well liked. Yep. I don't know you if you know that. Very well Tom. liked, by the way. Bianca. Very well liked. Uh-huh. You know what they're also both... is very well liked in society right now? What's that? Diversity. Equality. Yes. And if these yes. women are hotter than the men, they will not have a choice come mania time. Now, if we're about... going to be fair, though, and go yeah. back to your point one second, if we're going to be fair, I would wait until probably the week before. Which match is going to be hotter? If we're putting them both on a level playing field, right? Sure. Forget women, forget culture, like level playing field. They're pretty pretty close right now. Let's yep. see what sure. plays out and then announce your main event. Like That I wouldn't give them slack for, right? If the Drew and Bobby stuff died in two weeks and Sasha and Bianca becomes hotter and they don't main, okay, then you can bash them. I don't think yeah. that will happen. I just think they should wait. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is um, you have an opportunity to really, as WWE, do some really nice PR here, too, which they love, sure. by having not only would you have the first ever uh, black person main eventing in a match like here. Well, I don't I'm, you know because Booker T's never main evented uh, WrestleMania, has he? That'd be the only one. I would imagine no. I guess The Rock. I'm not making any comments on this. Um so they you had have two you would have two black women had main some evening. diverse, right? But in my opinion, from a women's standpoint, you would women main yes. event WrestleMania one time. It was because of right. Ronda Rousey. It was not because of Charlotte. It was not it because, because of the Becky characters Strain. that they have. Yes. Right. It was because of Ronda. This to me, as you mentioned, you're talking would end a stigma. Not not end it, but would help stamp a stigma that's gone in their company where it was previously. Yep. Not end it, yep. but would help move it forward. I would agree with that absolutely. Yep, you have a really nice opportunity here to have two black women uh, main event and have put on an absolute fucking barn burner of a match with that, that match is going to cool, rule. That's the coolest part, though, Tony. Like, they're not forcing the fact that they're two women of this descent, okay? It's yeah. just that this feud happened and it fucking rules. Yeah. So that's even, that's even more awesome to me that the diversity yep. happened organically. Like, it wasn't yep. forced. Yep, I agree with you completely. Uh, let's move on to the last match that's confirmed so far. Bad Bunny versus The Miz. And listen, is this match going to be good? No. Is it going to be fun? <laughs> yes. And is there anything we need to say about it besides the fact that it's going to be fun? Not really. 
But you Miz know, is going to work the hell out of this match. Miz is going to work the hell out of this match, and it's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah, I, I'm not sure this doesn't end up being a tag team match when it's all said and done. And it's yeah. Priest and Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison, which sure. makes more sense to me from a storyline standpoint. It makes more sense to me from a long-term character-building standpoint. Like, Priest has pretty much looked like a rock star since they put him with Bad Bunny. I think, excuse me, I think that will help him long-term. The real question is, I know this from people down there, Bad Bunny's putting a lot of work in at the PC. Like, he Uh is taking this totally serious. He's there four days a week. Working, learning, working. I can say that if it's just Bad Buddy and The Miz, don't expect a celebrity-style match. Expect a wrestling match with a green wrestler versus The Miz. That's how I would look at it. And that won't be bad, because Miz can work. People don't think he can work. Yes, he can. can. Yes, he can. And with a celebrity that's maybe new, I bet he can make that a pretty good match. Yeah. And he'll sell the shit out of that guy's offense. Like he'll whatever bad boy oh, yeah. hit with Matt Miz is gonna sell it like he was hit by Goldberg. <laughs> yep. Like I'm I'm also a I'm also really love the Miz. Like if the Miz actually had decent t-shirts, I'd buy a Miz shirt, but all of his <laughs> shirts are awful. Um, I really I just I have always really liked the Miz. He's fantastic to me. Night two, we have Roman Reigns versus Edge. We don't need to talk about that. We know that was happening. We said that many uh, times. We ago. don't have Roman Reigns versus Edge. We have, uh, we have Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns First edge versus Daniel, versus Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Yes. Which, oh, damn. What a bummer of a match that's going to be. God, that <laughs> match is going to kick ass. God, that match is going to kick ass. It's so um, funny because I, I, I was talking to you and I was talking to other people on Sunday. And I, I knew Vince was hell-bent on Edge finishing the story, right? Capturing yeah. that title. But they wanted to put a little more character development into it and if yeah. you remember edge's first title already captured because he was the ultimate opportunist right i i want to give them benefit of the doubt that i think they're doing long-term storytelling here that yeah. edge on this pay-per-view hit brian with a chair two to three times because he's kind of breaking into that who he used to be and i'll do anything to win the title i'll do anything to be who i am sure and i don't hate that what i hate is Edge came back with no crowds for his return, and who knows what he could have done. That's what. Oh no, he me. he had a crowd. He had a crowd for his return. There, he's for, a, for, he had for, the Rumble crowd. Yes, yes, for Rumble. I meant during the run of the. Oh return. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like it was just dead after that. So that's kind of a disappointing part. That being said, for Edge to maintain numbers and ratings and viewership that he's doing right now with no crowd is still cool to me. Like because I think he's a hotter act live than he is on TV. I think yeah. people want to see Edge for his last run live. Similar to I think people would pay money to see Jericho for the next five years as opposed to live. Like because sure. you know it's coming to the end. Yeah, um, that's why I've that's why I've gone and seen Jericho when I know he's on a card. It's like I don't know when I'm like, you know, I think differently about Jericho now than I did pre-pandemic, but sure, sure. before Jericho's my favorite wrestler of all time, despite his politics. So it's like, you know, I was gonna go see him if I could go see him. Right. But I, I think that's the big thing. But we go back to Mania, right? So Brian Roman Edge. I'm going to go Edge winning here. I know this is our prediction show, but I'm going to throw it out here right now. I have Edge pinning Brian. Roman does not take the pin. Edge pins Brian. Edge wins the title. We go to Edge Roman at like SummerSlam-ish. Maybe then Roman can win it back. 
I see yeah. Brock coming back at that point. We have fans in full arenas at that point. Like, let's do it. Let's go. Um, but yeah, that's the night two main event. And yeah. to me, that's a huge mania main event compared yeah. to the last few years, right? It's bigger like, than last. I don't even know what last year's was. What was last year's? Uh, Drew and Brock, I believe. It was Drew and Brock. Yes, but I don't. I did not remember that. That's right. No, it ended much, with Drew and again. This was an empty arena. This wasn't even a Thunderdome. Like this was. Yeah. This was the original start of the pandemic. W had no idea how to shoot. They were shooting in the dead ass crowds with no sound, no nothing. Um. Yep. The match itself was fine, but it's not memorable because of those factors. So we look back the year prior. So we had Mania in New York. We had Kofi Mania, and we had the women's three-way, right? Both yep. great matches, but this is Edge, Roman, Bryan, where we are now. I still think yep. it holds title with all those. Um, New Orleans main event, we had the debut of Ronda in the tag match with Triple H. Main event of NOLA was, I can't even remember at this point. It's been that. Main event of NOLA? Yeah, NOLA Mania was Brock versus Roman 1. Yep. That's right. That's right. Yep, then Roman was Roman was completely bloody at the end of that. Yep. Brock I sent a tweet about it that went crazy viral. <laughs> and then the year before that would have been Orlando. In the main, there was The Undertaker not retiring. So in a nutshell, Zone, last five years, this match holds up with the rest of them. It absolutely does. Um, yeah, especially night two for Mania. I I think it'll be very very good as well. Sorry, I just we have a tornado watch apparently here in uh, in Waco, oh. so that's fun. Um, we have another match here: the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Don't want to talk about it. Oscar versus Rhea Ripley is happening, so Charlotte will not be on the Mania card. Instead, we have Ripley coming in. There are some people upset that she gets to come in and uh, get the title shot, but here's the thing. Nobody else is worth a match with Oscar. This is the only thing that makes sense if you don't get Charlotte. It's the only thing that makes sense if you're not getting Charlotte in the match. It has to be it has to be Rhea Ripley versus versus Oscar. Nothing else makes sense. There's no one else on that show other than Bianca Belair, who, oh, by the way, is occupied with Sasha. Bailey's too cooled off. It doesn't make sense. There's nobody else. Here, here here's me. Rhea's the right move because you screwed up. Last year, and the year before. Yep. Um, yep. It, it's the right move. I, you have Bailey as this optional piece right now. Where I'm not discrediting Bailey; she's fantastic. But if Charlotte, no, let her does stay come cooled back, off for a while. Let her stay listen, cooled off for a minute. If Charlotte does come back in time, right? You can yeah. go right into Sasha. And you can go right into Bailey and Charlotte. You don't need to of tell course. that big story. And that match is built in for you. And you don't and need I the think, title for the story. Right. I think they have to be thinking that based on the fact that Bailey's not really feuding with anyone right now. So in the back of their head, there has to be some thought there, right? Unless it's a diamonds are forever type thing versus Bailey. <laughs> I mean, it could be Tessa versus Bailey. They could. You, th I mean, you think Tessa's debuting soon, huh? I, I think it's post Mania. I think it's very possible. We'll see. I mean, there's no. We know she's at this point with Tessa. We know she's working WWE. She's been out of commission everywhere else for too long. She's obviously signed with WWE. It's like there's nowhere else she could be and not be on shows right now. Right. Unless she's just that hard to work with, but uh, I doubt it. She would be on every Mania show this week, uh, th uh, that weekend, because she is a draw. 
Jess, point blank period, she is. And there's some time. Um, and, you know, we if we've learned anything over the last year and a half about wrestling, it's that uh, people in wrestling don't care. They book whoever. Uh, we also have other official matches here. We have the New Day versus AJ's Styles and Omas. We talked about that last week, and that's going to be great. And then we have Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a uh, first to get slimed match, right? Isn't that where they're going with it? Is it, or Dude, is it all aboard the Better be on fucking double dare. It's the double dare match, right? It's the slime time premiere of double dare mania. Tony, not only do I have no desire to watch this match, there is I'm not, not a stipulation. There is not a stipulation they can give me on this match, minus that. Okada is the manager of the loser that will give me interest in this matchup. Okay. Like nothing, nothing. You want to give me hell in a cell? I don't care. I've seen Shane fall off of many things in the past. Like I don't care. Oh, you want to give me falls coming where I've seen Braun top over limousines and ambulances and vets. And I just don't give a shit. Has anyone else cooled off as badly as Braun Strowman has the last 16 months? I don't think so, but I have a request in the chat. Hold on. Let me, let me take the full screen here. Let me give you guys a real. <laughs> We're on the Stroman express. You see, you can't see my whole face and that's okay. Stroman express. No, nobody has cooled off more than Brian. In the last night. <laughs> 18 months. <laughs> Good. God. I hope I hope that the microphone clipped the whole time I was doing that. I I watched that. And I think I tweeted out what in the what in the Mickey Mouse bullshit is this? I think is what I tweeted out with the video. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand I, the choo-choo train shit. Dude, listen, fucking, it, Kevin it, Dunn's it, a fucking fuck. It's progressively, unfortunately, two steps forward, two steps backwards, right? Like, oh, yep. we're going to get out of this. We're going to go into a bronze story that's probably decent. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Pfft, here's some green slime for your ass. Welcome to Double Dare. Like, dude, at least we could got some guts interaction here. Like, turn King of the Ring into the guts and have the aggro crag and the champion that wins the aggro crag win the King of the Ring. Like, this is just green slime Double Dare. Terrible. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tanner says Okada's bronze manager is good. Okada is Shane's manager is great. I don't like either of you. Um, other matches that that uh, <laughs> other matches that are assumed will happen is Biggie versus Apollo Cruz as in a rematch. Dolph uh, Ziggler and Robert Roode as uh, who are the champions versus the Street Profits, and That's they assume we'll get. Uh, yeah, no, um, but they and then some people think that we'll get Riddle versus Sheamus. Which Riddle versus Sheamus? I am okay. I am a fan of happening if it does happen. Sure. So for the SmackDown tag team titles, not breaking news, just normal insight. Likely going to be a four corners match, likely going to be the Usos, likely going to be the Street Profits, likely to be the Dirty Dogs, likely to be another team. Dirty Dogs, Tony, for the dose that watch SmackDown, would be Robert Rudin, Dolph Ziggler. Um, okay. That's where the SmackDown end, I guess, is going. And then the Raw end, we have the New Day versus Omas and AJ for the Raw tag team titles, the debut of Omas in a ring. Yep. They've yeah, already yeah, been we telling the about. story the last week or so, however, of Omos and AJ not having the best relationship, per se. Sure, sure. If they were telling long-term story, and if it was a booked show by a Nick Jackson, then Omos would be hanging out with Matt Riddle later on in the show. Because that's the story they told us four or five months ago. 
Do I expect that to happen? No. Could I see this giant oh, choke slamming AJ in the center of the ring to end this matchup to set them up for SummerSlam? Sure could. Because who else yeah. do you trust to work a guy who's as green as he is besides AJ? Yeah. Um, un- completely unrelated, but kind of related because we made all this Nickelodeon references. Uh, and I just think this, I'm just going to share this before the end of the show, because whatever, apparently Paramount, you know, Paramount plus is a, is a streaming service now too. And they're the ones that own Nickelodeon. You yes. can, if, for you and I, who are in our thirties, this is uh, something that we would be excited to. Rock Rass is kill. going back. I'm pretty pumped. No, dude, listen to this. They are bringing back all of the episodes of Guts. Hey dude, Kablam, Legends of the Hidden Temple, fucking Nick Arcade, Salute yes. Sports. True Jackson VP, and you can't do that on television. I am Yo, so in. Nick Arcade, listen, I need Kenny Omega or Xavier Woods. I need one. You know what? Fuck it. AWWWE in my fa- in my brain in, in a the world in a galaxy far far away in, in a you know a long time ago. Xavier Woods versus Kenny Omega in a Nick Arcade wrestling match <laughs> for the for the up up down down title. I, I, I'm Someone give me the fucking book. Now, now listen. AEW is trying to do the arcade match, right? With uh, uh, Miro and, and, and Kip and, and the best friends, right? But I think you really hit the nail on the head. Give me that kind of match. I want full yeah. inside the Nick Arcade, escape the arcade to win. Let's go. And like Xavier, and I want it to be on Up Up Down Down's channel. I don't want it on TV. Like only post <laughs> with Up Up Down Down's channels. And I want them to like start on a Zoom call and then end up in the Nick Arcade, and with like I mean full on annoying over the top Xavier and Kenny like make it weird to where only those of us that actually like those two guys would actually like the show and like the match. Absolutely, give me the goddamn book. I should I should <laughs> I should be a booker. Like I'm a genius. <laughs> I love it. I'm really about to go buy Paramount Plus by the way. And watch Nick Arcade. Like there's a tornado warning at my end until four in the morning. I'm not going to sleep. Um. Anyway, so uh, that's the end of this week's show. I don't have anything else to add. Uh, we only had a few topics, but Tom and I are experts at stretching. Um. Apparently, we're we're experts at stretching the topics here. But I I think it's exciting. We're in mania season. We're in the 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 butt end of it here. We're getting right into it. March Madness will end. And mainly a madness. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. I've got Monday and NCAA championship raw. Mm -hmm. We've got Tuesday with the wrestling. They want to pound me with. We've got Wednesday with NXT night one, AEW Thursday, NXT night two Friday, hall of fame taped and SmackDown Saturday, mania night one Saturday, Tony Depp and Brujas Sunday, mania night two Monday, raw, Tuesday NXT, Wednesday AEW. We'll cover as much of it as we can. Um, we'll cover as much of it as we can on the network. We need to do a better job with New Japan coverage too. We didn't talk about Will Ospreay, um, but we will eventually get there. I am not watching New Japan like I would like to right now because of March Madness. But once that ends, we'll get back into it. Um, we'll start covering it. The G1, I'll pick it up for sure. But uh, anyway, that's it for this week. Please make sure you guys comment, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're listening on iTunes, make sure you leave a five-star Frog Splash rating and review so we can be number one in your ears, number one in your hearts, and number one on the motherfucking charts. And after you do that, take a screenshot. Go to the at Smart to Death pin tweet. 
drop the review that you left, a screenshot of the review, because I don't know who you are. Drop it in there. If you already left a review before, drop it in there anyway. Let us know that you reviewed it. You'll get a chance to win some stuff. Tom has some random wrestling shit that he'll find. Uh, I have some old smart to death merchandise <laughs> and I have a, uh, I have a few shirts that are pretty awesome and not worn that I've gotten from pro wrestling tea. So it's, you'll get a lot of shit and we'll a announce the lot of weekend. Shit. just a lot of shit. But anyway, for Tom, I'm Tony. This is smart to death on shooting the sports dish. Happy wrestling guys. Have a good weekend. So who was you expecting to choose for wrestling news? Rumors and predictions, collecting the views. We paid our dues and we got nothing to lose. Coming straight from the heart to two respectable dudes. Don't be confused. We're talking pay-per-views and upcoming cards. We're number one in your ears and number one in your hearts. There's a new show every week. It ain't that hard to check. I would like to welcome you to Smart to Death.